You see, people collect all kinds of things. New, old, priceless, worthless. Darling, it doesn't matter what. I simply must know why. Those mothballs shouldn't get to keep all the secrets. This is the Mothball Prophecies. Hello, and welcome to the Mothball Prophecies. This is our side episode to guest interview episodes. I am Samantha Mashburn. And I'm Melissa Watson. And I'm Gray. And today, it is the holiday season. Holiday. Holiday season. We just wrapped up Halloweener. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. Halloweenkies happened. Just yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday was the Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about traditions um, traditions growing up, traditions we have now, and the vintage that runs alongside it yeah. in our homes. Yeah. Um, and we'll start with Halloween keys. How is first of all, how is everybody doing this evening? Very well, thank you. Gray. Fantastic. It was the best Halloween I've had since I was a kid. Oh hell yeah. yeah. I love it. Hell yeah. We had a great Halloween party at Spell Cheese. It was so fun. It was fantastic. I it was right after a sale and normally after a sale. As all of my friends know, I am done. <laughs> so much so that in the morning, I said to Melissa, I said, remember, we have a Halloween party this evening. So we had the the party at Spelch's. That's what we were talking about. Yes. And it was the end of a sale day. And normally I'm finished. Oh, that's like, what we were talking about. I am. Because I am not a social person. I am not an extrovert. Mm-mm. And having a sale day means I speak to many, many people. Yeah. Um, and I'm exhausted from it. And so that morning, Sam was like, hey, <laughs> it's no pressure. Mm-hmm. But Spellcheck has put some time and energy into this party mm-hmm. and we would like you to be there. And I was like, don't worry. It's on my, it's on my roster. <laughs> In the morning, she was like, yeah, that'll be fine. Oh, yeah, yeah it'll be great. I'll be, and I just looked at her. It'll be great. And then... Th- Throughout the day, many things happened in my personal life that made my cortisol levels, cortisol? Yes. Cortisol levels rise to a breaking point. Uh-huh. And anyway, I made it to the party. And it was great. It was so fun. We did some Mad Libs. Oh, we I did. should read. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Should we do a, a reading? I will in a little bit. Once I An cheek. artistic yeah, reading. Other cheek. <laughs> um, we did Ad Libs together as a family. Mad Mad Libs. Mad Libs. And one of them was so fucking funny. I didn't tell. I was the driver. I was driving the Mad Libs. And I didn't tell anybody what the title of the story was. I feel like that spoils the pickings, right? One of them was so fucking funny that we all about fell out of our chairs doing so. But what first things first, what did your children, what did your children dress up as, Mel? Um, Both of my children were creepers from Minecraft because they are obsessed uh-huh. with Minecraft at yes. the moment. And for the foreseeable future, that's, I mean, they cannot get enough. They go, you know, they go through stages like any kid uh-huh. and they had a Mario stage and they had a, you know, PJ masks and a, I don't even know what else. Yeah. 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 But it's been on Minecraft for about four months now and there is no end in sight. They no. love the Minecraft. As, <clears throat> as, Timeless as or endless as Minecraft's longevity in mm-hmm. video yeah. gaming, period. Yeah. That game has been around longer than I think all of your children. <laughs> no, and I agree with that. Yeah. I, I agree I, with I was that. an early adopter into Minecraft, and that was uh, probably 13 years ago. I think. Big fan yeah. of it. 
What was your child? He, uh, we did, uh, last year was a PJ Masks, mm-hmm. Catboy. Uh-huh. This year, Owlette. There was almost uh, some upset because he had switched last minute to Ninja. And I bought an Owlette costume, picked him up from school, and that's always telling me that he's going to be a ninja. And I was like, I don't fucking uh, think so. Yeah, uh, and I was uh, like, wait till I show you this new costume. Sorry. So he was Owlette. And he had a blast. I'm sure he we did. went uh, last year. We went trick or treating for a little bit. We couldn't figure out why he wasn't into it. And then when we got home, he spiked a fever and he had an ear infection. Oh, perfect! So this year we went, and he was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Oh, he yeah. quickly realized, Hell yeah, what porch lights meant. Like, oh yeah, dips. And when there was this cute old lady that was giving out ramen, top ramen, <laughs> and she like answers the door, and she's like, "Happy Halloween!" And she goes. Here's some top ramen for you. Aren't you cute? And my son turns around. He goes, yeah, I got dinner. And then <laughs> walked like, he's skipping to the next house. And he was like, come on, mom. You gotta go. Yeah, let's do this. And so I wore a caftan that I have. Beautiful. I got it at a Wild Hair Estate sale. Threw it on over a turtleneck because it was a bit chilly. It was nipply. Uh, and it was towards the end of the trick-or-treating hour. So households were just basically dumping there. Yeah, I saw your. We went kid to like ten tall. houses, and it looks like he went to five hundred. It's <laughs> insane. So my kids last night were not very interested in trick or treating. If I'm honest, we went to maybe twenty houses. They got the, we found the fucking king size candy bar people. Nice, There's we three found in my them. Mm. I love them. Love them. Uh, so that was very exciting. It's and then we got to the end of the street and there was a park at the end of the street and we were like, come on kids, let's go to the next house. And the kids are like, no, I want to play at the park. <laughs> and so we played at the park. And then there was this one guy that answered the door. was like, here, take a handful. And one of my sons was said, no, I think I'll just have one. <laughs> Like, what the hell, child? He just offered you free candy. You take that shit. You're like, no, I'm just going to take one. And then one of the last houses, this lady was handing out potatoes. (laughs) Raw, raw, russet potatoes. (laughs) Here's your trick. My youngest son turns around and just, just venom in his eyes. He's so mad. (laughs) She gave me a potato. Full nutrition. Not today. I'm out for sugar. Not today, you whore. <laughs> I love, I could see his face, how pissed off. It fucking throws the potato into the street. Bitch. <laughs> God damn it. A potato. And I told him, well, that's mom's treat. I'll, I'll, I'll bake that for myself. That's my potato. That's my potato. That's my potato. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> And before all of that, we met up for a little bit with the combined trick-or-treating with children. So you went with me and Spellcheck and her kids before my husband got home from work and we did a little early trick-or-treating and then we split. Yes. So we went just down the neighborhood a little bit um, from Spellcheck's house and then uh, over to a little bit of a richer neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the, the Some of the Richies in yeah. Idaho Falls. <laughs> we were hitting all corners. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Looking for those king size candy bars. Found found some full size, but not no quite king. that. No kings. Yeah. <laughs> no kings. We usually give out soda you at our house. Asshole. It's cheaper than candy. Here's your <laughs> so are tip you. of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the tip. It was great though. That was the first time I dressed up in probably a decade. Yeah. Well, what'd you go at? Better half of a decade, anyways. So I 
Uh, I put definitely put on some weight over the pandemic, and I made a pretty damn good Peter Griffin. A fantastic oh, hell Peter yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. So Roy pants and all. So, yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great time. How does he say Lois? Lois. Lois. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Peter. Oh Peter. Oh Peter. <laughs> oh, Peter. oh that was good vacation? too. God damn it. <laughs> Is this our vacation, Brian? <laughs> Are we trash? Are we trash? Are we yes. trash? Uh, but it was delightful. We had a delightful, fun-filled activity weekend. And we were at Spelchies for dinner. She made dinner. And then we played Mad Libs, back to the Mad Lib. And oh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. the one that made us all laugh so hard was Have I Got a Giraffe for You? <laughs> Was that the one? I don't know. Okay, we'll figure out which one it was, and we'll keep both of them or one of them. So this was quickly turned insane. <clears throat> giraffes have aroused the curiosity of chocolates since earliest times. The giraffe is the tallest of all living rainbows. But scientists are unable to explain how it got its long ears. The giraffe's tremendous height, which might reach 17 radios, <laughs> comes mostly from its legs and spleen. <laughs> Come from a long line of big spleens. <laughs> if a giraffe wants to take a drink of semen from the ground, <laughs> it has to spread its vulvas far <laughs> apart in order to reach down and lap at the water with its huge sternum. The giraffe has scruffy ears that are sensitive to the faintest cockatiels, <laughs> and it has a penultimate sense of smell and sight. When attacked, a giraffe can put up a woolly fight by harrowing out its hind legs and using its head like a sledge duck. <laughs> Finally, a giraffe can gallop at more than 30 webs an hour when pursued and can outrun the fastest pupa. That was one of them. Thanks for sticking around for that. Fastest pupa. Um, There's always at least one degenerate in any group of Mad Lib. Yeah. I'm going to say, who was responsible for vulvas and semen? I, I had just I shown one, up. I, I think I was one of them. I had to I'm take my kids which. someplace and had to come back. Yeah. And so I missed, I only got the reading of that one. Yeah. yeah. And it was great. But growing up, for me, Halloween was a big thing. Like at my house, we decorated the house with the 90s decorations. We've all heard my ghost impression. And we had this um, plastic, like almost trash bag spider that we would hang from the ceiling every year. And then, of course, we had, like, witch and the skeleton, like, the mechanical one with the, like, brads that mm -hmm. you could, like, move it around. And we would go trick-or-treating, and we had a pillowcase. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Always a pillowcase that we yeah. should try to fill up, and we'd just go all over yep. Shelly. And I did not decorate this year. I was too busy, which I was bummed about, because I have a lot of really great vintage Halloween now mm -hmm. that I've collected. Um, but the next one coming up is Turkey Day. Turkey Day. Merry Cranberry. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason I bought Fine China. For the Thanksgiving? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And 90% of what I put out, because I make Thanksgiving dinner now. It's my job in my family. Did I tell you I might be showing up at your house that Please day? Please do. Because I don't have a place to go on Thanksgiving. Please come to my house I mean, like a dozen people have invited me, but I'd rather come here. Please come to my Fuck house yeah. and let my family. My family loves you. I'll definitely emerge from the basement for... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who is that oh she's the That's basement the guy <laughs> must consume um, but don't try and help me in the kitchen please stay oh. on the other side no. of the island yeah. it's right. a well oiled machine on Thanksgiving yeah. alright there's yeah. not an island in your kitchen but well you good. know the counter at the space it's the on. Pen peninsula sure whatever in your geography not in my house <laughs> we don't believe in peninsulas but all of the stuff that I serve Thanksgiving with is all vintage like thrifted or estate sailed uh huh is I, it Lennox? 
Um, yes, I have Lennox porcelain. Beautiful. It's a beautiful pattern. We'll be able to use some tables from the estate sale company this year. But I have chip and dip trays like the USA Pottery. Mm-hmm. I have a Lazy Susan um, kind of whores divorce guy. And I use my Pyrex for dinner. I love that. And now I have silverware because my grandma saved me that case of silverware. Love that. So that's what I bring out for for that holiday. And it's so lovely. Like everybody pitches in to help tidy up. But we have a whole spread on my vintage kitchen table. And we all eat in the living room. We set the tables up down the length of the living room. And we eat in the living room. Yeah. Because there's not quite enough room. You have a small dining room. I do. It's very. Well, it's not enough room for my family. And I don't have a large family. Yeah. I also have a small dining room. I wasn't like talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) So the dining room area is just for serving. So the table gets the leaf in it and extend it out. And I turn it against the window. Okay. So it's just kind of a walk in and out kind of thing. And we do the thing in our family where like we split up the side dishes. Uh So I make all the main stuff, the potatoes, uh, turkey, and then whatever else I want. Gravy. Fuck yeah. My mom Mm. makes the gravy. Oh. She has to have something to do. Okay. And so she... Make, puts a turkey pan on the stove and makes the gravy in the turkey pan. But I, don't, I have my gravy boats. I don't want to brag, but I make the best gravy. I make the best gravy. Do you, you've never made me gravy. I've never made <laughs> so Not yet. I guess when we um, can do, yeah, like a... a so what I do, <laughs> is this a, a recipe sharing podcast yeah. now? Because that's what I'm We're about to about do. The great, so um, the giblets... <laughs> The giblets? Is yeah. Are they giblets or giblets? Giblets. Giblets. Yeah. The giblets that you take out of the turkey when you put the turkey in the oven. Mm-hmm. You take those giblets mm-hmm. and you make a stock. Yeah. And the whole time that turkey's in the oven, that three, four hours, you're making that fucking stock. Yeah. And you got like four or five cups of stock. Because if you only make gravy from the juices of the turkey at the end, yeah. you don't get enough gravy. Or you get watered down gravy. Uh-huh. You make a stock with the giblets. And then you make the gravy with the stock. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You know what else I do? What? To, to, to add on to this? What? So my turkey, uh-huh. I buy like two to three pounds of Kerrygold butter. Okay. Fresh herbs, some lemon, and then obviously carrots and onions and celery. I rough cut carrots, onion, celery, put it underneath the bird. I take my Kerrygold butter and I make an herbed butter and I put it under the skin. Under the skin. I take a rubber spatula and separate the skin from the turkey. You don't just use your hand? I do. This is a family show. And I take the cold butter and I put it up all over the breast Uh and into like the thighs. Oh, yeah. I smother it in fucking butter. And And then I stuff the bird with stuffing. We make the best stuff. You stuff your bird. Yeah, and that's my favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner is in the bird stuffing. I agree. I agree with this, but... Here's my the, here's the caveat. Yeah, your turkey is never as good because you have to overcook it to get the t- the stuffing up to temp. And that's a that's I'm willing to die there. All right, I like dark meat, so yeah, that's true. So, that, so we have same. in the bird stuffing and out of the bird stuffing. Oh, you we have, have both, both because oh. we're, we like stuffing in this family. And so I do that, right? So all that butter and stuff obviously melts out of the turkey into the bottom of the pan. Uh uh And then I pull the solids out and make the gravy. Yeah. And one, the first year I made a turkey in my 30s was last year. I had made one before. But I followed my mother's direction. And I am a, like, meat thermometer chef, obviously. And so my dad bought me a fancy thermometer that goes, like, 
the prod, the probe goes into the turkey and then the wire comes out of the oven and uh-huh. I have a digital uh-huh. readout. Yep. And it has the end goal and there's an alarm. So it'll ring when it reaches temperature. Yeah. I took cooking directions from my mother, which I love my mother. She doesn't listen to this fucking podcast, but she didn't start actually cooking until like 10 years ago. God damn. <laughs> so she's, he was a bird thermometer turkey person. Sure. The little pop. Like the little pop it. It's bad. Don't yeah. do that. Don't, don't. Yeah, you just take that out. So I called yeah. my mom first to be like, all right, when do I need to put this in? She goes, it needs like eight hours, Samantha. Eight hours? Okay. This is, should have been the first red flag. <laughs> and I'm like, that seems like a lot. And so I get it in the oven, right? And I'm Sounds cooking like it. Turkey and jerky is what she's trying to make. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. So I get it in there, right? And I'm like, I'm like regimenting the day out. I have one oven, right? So I'm like, all right, this, 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 this. And I'm watching my turkey temperature and I'm like, this motherfucker is going to be done four hours before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. So I call my dad. My dad's the cook. And I'm like, dad, I listened to my mom to cook a turkey. He just starts laughing at me. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. He goes, why did you call me? I was like, like I said, fuck off. So he's also making Thanksgiving dinner. So he's walking me through it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. It's at temperature. And he goes, shut your, turn your oven down as low as it'll go. And I'm like, okay. So I turn it all the way down to 150 and I'm just watching it. And I eventually just shut the fucking oven off and leave the turkey in the oven. Yeah. Because I'm like, it is already done and I'm not making a dry bird. Yeah. It was fine. I was upset. It was not the turkey I wanted to deliver. Yeah. But I told my mom, I said, this is the last time I listened to you about Thanksgiving dinner. Last time. (laughs) And my dad still won't let me forget that. But that's, I, yes, make a... Sounds like you won't let yourself forget about that. I won't. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Taking that to the grave. Overcooked a turkey. Um, but I think I'm going to make two turkeys this year because we also do, with our family Thanksgivings, everybody brings like their to-go containers. Or Aww. my mom buys from the dollar store. She buys to-go containers. So everybody gets I to take Thanksgiving that. dinner home. I love, I that. love it. But I fucking hate it because I love leftovers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a good you one. son of a bitch, you're taking my so turkey. So I'm probably going to make two turkeys this year. Slowed up. Yeah. Ooh. Very nice. Freeze some, maybe. Yeah, it's always I, good. I do the whole like after turkey make all the meals thing, like yeah. turkey pot pie. Yeah. All that stuff. That was always what my favorite part of Thanksgiving dinner was, was like this turkey sandwiches over the next week. (laughs) Now, here's a hot button issue. Uh What type of cranberry sauce do you like? I like homemade. I don't, I really actually don't like cranberry sauce that much. It's not. I was going to say none. (laughs) Yeah. It's not really my favorite thing, but if you serve me a can shaped pile Uh of cranberry sauce that you have to slice, Mm -hmm. I'm out. I won't even ever really eye contact. There's with you some ever people again. that are like live and die by the can. My, my stepdad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? We. My mom brings one specifically for Dustin. Yes. Yeah. Whenever I do Thanksgiving with my mom. Yeah. We mm-hmm. specific like I will make delicious homemade cranberry sauce that I don't eat because I don't really like will it. We anyway. make it this year for my Thanksgiving. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, that took a turn. <laughs> Ew, sorry. <laughs> there was a time in my life that I like to cook, and it is not right now. Let's say that. Um, Anyway. Four weeks. Anyways, continue. I'll start buying the ingredients now. (laughs) I bring bring five gallons of cranberry sauce. (laughs) Just a bucket. (laughs) You just start throwing it at my family. Anyway, anytime I have Thanksgiving with my mom, she specifically buys a can of cranberry sauce for my stepdad. And he will eat that whole goddamn thing. And I'm like, who... 
and what hurt you? Because that is not only disgusting, but Trauma. it is truly horrifying. See, and my husband mostly prefers it for sandwiches after the fact. I just, the cranberry? I just do you like yeah. it? Does he take a full slice? No, and he's just, like, does the turkey and all that shit, yeah. and then uses that as like a jam or jelly. So, but does he spread it on, or does he take like a? It's like a tomato I'm not slice. Sure, because I I don't appreciate it. Okay, so it's just a, it's a conflict in our marriage. All right. Um, this is a podcast about vintage and antiques, but mm-hmm. let's talk our favorite uh, leftover turkey recipes. Because oh. my favorite, yeah. Is turkey and dumplings. You make oh. a turkey like almost a stew. You make mm-hmm. it so thick and delicious, and then you put some dumplings on top of that shit. Oh yeah, my God, I love so that. Good. My grandma used to make the best chicken and dumplings. I have to make that dumplings. Yeah, great. That a soup stew. Yeah, generally. I or just eating it. I didn't teach myself to cook until the last couple of years, and I haven't had a Thanksgiving dinner for mm. about five years now. <gasps> okay, so. Um, I would say, uh, I would say, yeah, just like I said, the sandwiches over the next week. <laughs> yeah. I love, or like a wrap. Multi, oh yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Or even just, I'll just go and like, just like a toddler, just open the bag of turkey. And just it's usually, get me a little yeah, plate. my game. A little, little S&P on that. It's a shame there, there's only so much dark meat to be had. I know. Yeah. It's, it's always reference. gone. It's always gone by the end of the yeah. Thanksgiving day. They should sell, they should make turkeys that are just like <laughs> Just legs. Just I leg. also make a mean like chicken salad. <laughs> just like turkeys, like an octopus. Oh, an octopus turkey would be bomb. Just so, could you imagine the smoked turkey leg market? You're getting a little too. <laughs> it's a little too like niche. Like, yeah, like turducken is a thing, but like when you start acting, <laughs> <laughs> full-grown turkeys running around with sixteen legs. God. Just giant drumsticks. Like, they just roll <laughs> like tracks on a tank. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I mean, get on it, scientists. Figure out what the people really want. It's that. Nobody I wants also, a big breast anymore. No, nobody except, wants a big breast. Step great. Big breasts are out. Big thighs in. <laughs> in. Turkey thighs. It's always been thighs. It's always been thighs. <laughs> Forever. Um, but I also like to make a chicken salad, but with turkey. Like, uh, oh, you know, I delightful. make a mean chicken salad. It'll f- insult you, fucking punch <laughs> you in the face, slap you Steal your social security number. One time I had just bought my house and I invited a bunch of friends over to paint the house. And Sam shows like, up was first. <laughs> Sam shows up first. And she has, she went to the grocery store that morning. She has a backseat full of food. And she says, don't be mad at me. My love language is cooking. It is truly. And she literally, like my kitchen was in no condition to cook in yet. She brought in, oh my God. It was like. Everything I needed. A feast. And she made the best. What was it? A Greek god salad? A green goddess salad. Green. Like, but it was like a dip. Like, it was so good. It was delicious. I love that I called it a Greek god salad. <laughs> Greek gods. But I brought everything. I brought a cutting board, knives, mm. oh, stuff wow. to serve with. Because I knew we, we were painting her whole house. It was going to be about four or five of us. Yeah. And I knew we were going to be hungry. And Out instead of, the of way, ordering... bitches. Y'all going to be hungry. Yeah. And I was like, don't be mad at me. Yeah. This is my love language. And it is. If you've come to my house before and I'm cooking, like it is one of my yeah. greatest pleasures is to cook my friends a good meal. And I love it. But, and like I said, at Spell Checks, I think the last home cooked meal I mm-hmm. had was at Sam's house weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, 
fajitas. Yeah. Chicken oh. vaginas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. It's an oh, anytime yeah. food. Enchiladas. I will do turkey enchiladas. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of enchiladas. Why? Probably because my mom made them and they weren't very good <laughs> growing up. Probably pretty basic. Can <laughs> I tell you the secret to enchiladas? Yeah. Never use a flour tortilla. Oh, never. No, corn. That's why I've never cared for enchiladas myself, actually, personally, is because they were always made the tortillas with flour. Get I'm, not a fan of, I'm not a fan of corn tortillas. Oh, uh, that'll do it. It's too the mealy. Flour tortillas you know? get, the flour tortillas get mushy. So yeah. soggy. Yeah. And you need the corn, you need the heft. Yeah. I agree. The sturdiness of yeah. the corn. The sturdiness. Yeah. This house is built on corn tortillas. <laughs> um, when you guys were growing up, though, for Thanksgiving dinners, did you go to a grandparent's house, a family member's house, or was it at your house? It was always at my grandma's house. Um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, had 12 children. Wow. And so it was always a family reunion. There were 75 people at least Jesus. in the house. And uh, my grandma would cook the turkey and then the rest of us One would turkey that everybody to fight over? Oh, no. I'm sure there was. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm, I think there was a turkey and a ham. She would always make the turkey and the apple pie, and she would make the apple pie in a giant casserole dish. Oh, yeah. Like, not just a 9 by 13. She had, like, an excessive-sized casserole dish. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that was that's still the best apple pie I've ever had is my grandma's apple pie. She's passed away. She passed away in 2020. My grandparents' apple pie was the best, too. Yeah. yeah. I have the recipe, but I can't. Yeah, you can't recreate it. It's For some reason... For some reason, it's it, like the memory of your mm-hmm. childhood mm-hmm. apple pie is different. And yeah. I'm sure if I tasted that exact same apple pie now, it would be like disgusting and moldy because it's 30 years old. Yeah, but, it's terrible. Um, if that wasn't the case, I'm sure it would be like, oh, this is an apple pie. It's good. Yeah. What about you? It's just magical. Okay. Sorry, Greg. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Um, I grew up with my grandma, so it was always there at yeah. home. So Was it traditional? For the most part, I mean, I remember she would make the main dish, and then other people would bring other things. Like, like there would be things. I I don't know. I never knew because she moved away when I was ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never knew at that time. I'd have that's something I'd have to ask my family. Um, but like, what was it decided on beforehand, or was like were were certain you know dishes assigned to different family members yeah. to bring, or were yeah. they? Called for, you know, by the, those people. Like, oh, I can make cranberry sauce. I'll make yeah. stuffing and whatever. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know all of that, but yeah, it was usually it was it was always at home, and people brought all the extra dishes and yeah. stuff like that. So, My usually, dude. I don't remember a whole lot of people baking ever baking pies. I don't remember homemade baked pies or anything like that because I was never huge into pie my, pie myself. So I, maybe it's because I just didn't pay yeah. attention, but I remember store bought pies. Yeah, <laughs> often. Yeah. <laughs> Ours were always homemade because my grandparents had an apple tree. That was at Thanksgiving was always at my grandparents' house. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of Thanksgivings with my dad. It was always with my mom, always. And it was always at my grandparents' house. And it was on her like Lennox porcelain with all of the accoutrements and fine silver and all that stuff. But it was traditional turkey. But the pies were always homemade. There was always pumpkin pie and apple pie. And my grandparents had two apple trees that are still in that backyard. One of them has been dead. It got like beetles or whatever. But they would spend the end of the harvest making like 20 to 30 apple pies. And then they would um, freeze them in Ziploc bags. 
And I remember when we would come home with the frozen apple pie and like having to wait for it to thaw before we could bake it and then letting it cool down. Like it's, it's the best apple pie. My grandpa made the best fucking pie crust. He was always the pie crust person. Mm-hmm. And then for Christmas, we would have huckleberry pie, Ooh. which I will make them this year. Please. I... They are must. so, <laughs> this is just a recipe podcast at this point. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking good. And I made it last year. I host Christmas Eve dinner with my in-laws and they had never had huckleberry pie. And our huckleberry pie, huckleberry pie recipe is not a regular huckleberry pie recipe. Um, and we'll cover that when we get closer to Christmas. But I made it like specifically so they could taste it. And they were like, will you make that always? They were like, I don't want to finish my piece of pie. It's so good. It's so good. I love a huckleberry. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yeah. Same. The last time we went huckleberry picking, let's just let's just talk about the recipes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. The last time I went huckleberry, well, actually, it was the first time I went huckleberry picking a few years ago. Um, we made wine out of it. Oh yeah. And then we saved it for my stepmother's birthday, which was almost exactly a year later. Uh huh. And popped it open, and oh my god, the most intense huckleberry oh yeah flavor if you've never ha- if you don't live in the pacific northwest and if you n- if you've never had a huckleberry it is like a blueberry on steroids it is the most intensely so good. sweet delicious tart oh my god they're so good it's amazing mm-hmm. I, I i grew up in arizona and i've spent the last four years in colorado and i was so excited when i decided to move back because i was like Oh, it's going to be huckleberry season when I yeah. get there, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. yes. And this um, year was it's a, it's because of the drought and the heat. Yeah, they didn't, they, they weren't didn't, super yeah. prevalent. But the last couple of years when we've gone picking, it was abundant. Yeah. Huckleberries are a treat. Yeah. And huckleberries have to be... Let's talk about huckleberries. <laughs> they <laughs> yes. have to be picked wild. Yeah. Because they can't be cultivated. They're d- extremely difficult to harvest yeah. because they only... They grow in like clusters of like... Between one and three, basically. And there's no way to do like a a mass. And they only grow in certain conditions. Yes. So they're an understory. They grow in in, um, forests. Uh And they're an understory. And they grow in relatively dry conditions. Mm -hmm. um, But they do need some moisture to ripen, obviously. Well, they have a huge thatch of pine needles and stuff Uh underneath them. Really acidic conditions like blueberries to grow in. But, oh. And they grow better in the shade, which is interesting. Huckleberry. Ain't nothing better. And the, the berries sit underneath the leaves. So when you're, if you don't know what a huckleberry bush looks like, you'll walk past them. Yep. I can usually smell them and know that I'm on the berries. Mm. And you have to sit down to see them because there's the leaf. There's like the kind of these like arrowhead kind of shaped leaves. And the biggest bushes are only like four feet tall. Mm-hmm. And when this year when we were huckleberry picking, I was doing some research because we had passed a bunch of green berries, like they were having a late flush of berries. And so I was looking up the foliage. The foliage changes as the berry ripens, right? And the plant is losing its sugars and stuff to make the berries ripen. But um, four foot tall huckleberry plants are at the end of their life. They're yeah. like 15 to 20 year old plants. And the short ones, because they can be as tall as eight inches off the ground to be bearing fruit, but they have to be like between five and six years old to make fruit. Wow. So the, they grow so slowly. It's wow. very interesting. And they're the most. It's wood. a delicacy. They're yeah. so good. For they're reason, so expensive. For good reason. Yeah, yeah. If you like, because on Facebook Marketplace every year during Huckleberry mm-hmm. season, there's always somebody selling Huckleberries. 
And what, like, they were in, like, what like was Like 80 it for- or $90 a pound yeah. this year. It was insane. And picking a pound of huckleberries can take you, like, eight hours. Yeah. But it's so delightful to go where we pick. It's, like, more secretive than a fishing spot. Yeah. To figure out. But that was my, uh, those were my family traditions. They're closely related to, like, things that were familiar to the area. Yep. Um, and what we did. And... I don't know. It was always like now when I buy things, I guess that goes with like my uh, Thanksgiving day spread that revolves around vintage is heavily related to those childhood memories of dishes that we ate off of or things we used. Sure. Like, I think I have my mom's gravy boat that she, I have like the gravy boat from my childhood. That's like the nineties tan ceramic with like the blue line and like the little pink hearts. Uh huh. Like right in the center of it. I have that. I have the gravy boat that I got with the dish set from Dillard's when I got married. And then I have, uh, I think a couple of vintage ones. But most of my serving ware is like from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Then I have some of my, the things, so these are some of the things I took from my grandmother's home when she passed away. She had this set of like Tupperware spoons, like serving spoons. They were like the macaroni salad, yams, mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. spoons. And we split them up in the family because it was like, that's like the quintessential like yeah. kitchen this serving spoon. Yeah. So I'm excited to use those this year because it's like you have to have a hundred fucking spoons for like Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And then the can of olives that are obligatory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Obligatory. When mm-hmm. I see, I, I love olives. I I'll too. sit down and I'm, eat a can of olives. But at Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. who the fuck is eating those olives? It was before it was the, the before the meal. The whores de overs. <laughs> whores divorced. Whores divorced. That was when you put them on your fingers as a kid and made little yeah. alien hands. Yeah. That's right. Frog hands. I tried I to do that with it. my son and he was like, get fucked. This is weird. <laughs> he didn't want anything to do with it. We did two and he was like, ew. And you were <laughs> offended by this? I was upset. I was offended. That was when he called gravy potato sauce. That is so accurate. He goes, Mom, and he had never liked gravy before this, and since this day has not. He goes, Mom, at Thanksgiving dinner, he goes, can I get some more of that potato sauce? And I was like, what did you call it? (laughs) He goes, potato sauce for potatoes. And I was like, fuck yeah, you can have more potato sauce. (laughs) That's what my gravy boat noise is. (laughs) So a lot of it is based around the shit I grew up, like, using. Yeah. Yeah, growing up, we always just ate off of paper plates because there were 75 people in the house. <laughs> that makes sense. And so, yeah. You need a goddamn dish pit for oh your God. family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I have no recollection of any sort of fine china or anything like that. Yeah. I wouldn't. Surrounding the holidays. There's certain portions of my fine china that comes out for certain families. Yeah. Oh. Because <laughs> I worry about the... The class. Carefulness. The uh, <laughs> with it. Because my my China set is, is of a like a line. <laughs> sixteen person setting. Sure. So it has pie plates and coffee cups and soup bowls and right. like dinner plates and salad plates and all that other stuff. Depending on who I am serving depends on like I am hosting antique study group this month. And so I'll bring out some of my dishes for that because I know those bitches they treat careful. that shit with respect. They be careful. So careful. Your four-year-old, on the other hand, not no, no, no. 
No. He gets the paper, the plastic. He's getting better. He'll get mad and... Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, well, like any but now I gotta worry about my fucking cats, because they're assholes. Oh, those asshole cats. Broke that pig. Put, I put I them in the spell freezer. Chest. They broke one of my dining plates the other day. Should have bought those plates from the treatment house. Oh, assholes. Assholes. But I like, like, the holidays and growing up are one thing, like if you have family and stuff that you have your memories tied to, it's a hard time of year for a lot of people. Yeah. And once you're like married and out of your childhood home, if you have good holiday memories, like setting into new traditions was interesting because you have these two people coming together with yeah, very different like traditions. Ash. Yeah. And like my family decorated the tree all together. Like we all had our own boxes mm-hmm. of ornaments and we decorated, you know, yeah. The tree with our stuff and that was how it was every year. And my husband, his mom, he's an only child with his mother, she decorated everything. So he has like no interest in decorating the tree. Yeah. And for a long time I was like, but why? But and now, thing? since it's the holidays again, the tree is perfect in the basement. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. The day after Halloween. It's crazy nightlight. It yeah. is. It is my nightlight. And uh there'll be a time or two when usually because the the, the foot rest for the chair is so mm-hmm. close to the tree, it'll end up knocking off a couple of bulbs, and oh, there's that's okay. There's been one or two that have been lost. That's all right. Um, I I did get one of my holy grails a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh shit! Yeah, tell them about really? that. So I we all know we're the, dipping into Christmas. The love for an aluminum Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Now the end goal obviously is to have a full size one, right? I have right. a one from Walmart that looks relatively. It's good. I like it. It's good. It, it, I, I mean, like, I, I like it. it. Yeah. It doesn't look it's nothing like, like the vintage, the vintage ones. ones. But it's been on my mind. And when Mandy was in town, we talked about this, right? And I am not a, a good eBay watcher. I get distracted and uninterested fairly easily. But she sent me an eBay listing for a wall tree, uh-huh. an aluminum wall tree, which has been on my top of my fucking list since we started this podcast. They're always way out of what I can play in. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right, I have some money saved. She sent me this listing and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And there was like 45 minutes left in the bidding. And it was only at like 70 some odd dollars. And I was like, okay, I can play. (laughs) So I put my bids in and like capped myself at $95 because it's a two foot wall tree. And I was like, I'll stop there. And so it got to 95 relatively quickly. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get bid out. So I closed eBay and like kind of stopped paying attention. And then I was like, Go look again. <laughs> so I open it and there's like seven minutes left and it's still at $96. Nobody mm-hmm. else is bidding. There was like 14 bidders before that, but everybody seems to have tapped out. And this has never been out of the box or so the listing says. So I was like, fuck. So I was like, all right, I'll play to 105 and then I'm done. Yeah. So I set my max bid to like 98 or $99. And bid to 97. And now it's like four minutes left. And I'm like, I'm going to get sniped. And Mandy's watching it also, right? Yeah. So I'm watching and I'm refreshing. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's been a long time since I've bid on anything on eBay. Like, shit. And I'm like already thinking like, fuck, is this worth it? And the clock keeps ticking down. And now it's in the final minute. And I'm fully expecting it to go up to its normal sell price, which is like $150. And the person that I was bidding against never bid again. And I got the two-foot chrome aluminum Christmas tree with pom-pom ends for $97. Wow. Plus shipping and all that. But never been out of the box. I was so fucking excited. 
I have no buyer's remorse, but I told myself I couldn't get it out of the box until my house was clean. So Ooh. it's still in the box. I will not let myself get it out of the box until it is my reward because I am going to start putting up Christmas stuff early. Yeah. Because I'm home this week and I love my vintage holiday decorations. I've collected a lot. I collect all year long for holiday stuff. And that bowl that's on your entertainment center, that is to make a wreath. It's all vintage Christmas pieces. Love it. So I got a Holy Grail piece because contrary to popular belief inside of these houses that we work in now, I very rarely bring anything home yeah. outside of holiday stuff. You can't. You can't. But yeah, those are, I'm excited for this year for the holidays. It's my first year outside of the salon for the holidays. And I'm usually so fucking tired. Yeah. Well, because it everybody was, gets their hair done, right? It was my busiest Christmas. time of year. Yeah. I would triple what I usually made yeah. during the holidays. And it was my holidays were usually booked up by August. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Now I think it's going to kind of, <clears throat> now I think it might just be opposite yeah. this business. Yeah. Which I'm going to have nice. some downtime. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because my son's daycare closes uh-huh. from the 23rd of December until the 2nd of January. And I'm excited this year to go sledding and not be so fucking exhausted and spent and like having to do all my shit last minute because I'm working. Yeah. Doing this and like working on business things and the show and yeah. whatever else. I'm excited. Mm. Love it. Mm. Yeah. Um, one more little thing happening. Yeah. Before Thanksgiving. Yes. It's our good friend Jonathan Gray's birthday. It is. Oh. I got scared because like, I was like, what are you doing? You're being what? evicted. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Eviction day. No, we love it. Everybody loves it. Happy birthday, Gray. Thanks. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happiest I mean, of birthdays. What's your favorite cake? What's your favorite birthday favorite. treat? <laughs> I don't have one. I don't have. At the last time birthday I really celebrated, I don't even know what it was. Okay, but what's what? your favorite cake? In general, not birthday related. Or dessert. Anything. Not really a big What's fan your of favorite? cake. Give me an answer. Rocky Road ice cream. Okay. Rocky Road All ice right. cream. Sweet. All right. We can work with this. Okay. Yeah. Can All I right. make it into a cake? <laughs> we can get Rocky ice cream cake. cake. Yeah. Go to Dairy Queen. I worked we'll at Dairy scheme. Queen some decade or We're going to make your birthday and... special, okay? Okay. God damn it. It's, it's all, look, it's, it's already special because I'm here. Yeah. Oh, I love you. It's been a delight. Yes. My child loves having you here. I love having you here. I love having you here. I love having you work for me. Ditto to all of it. All of it. And thanks for being the f- official photographer for TikToks. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, here is this kind of new format we're rolling with as we figure out life with the new business and the show. And here's kind of some more behind the scenes of our lives and where vintage falls into it. Yeah. And yeah. thanks for thanks for being patient and sticking around. We appreciate it. We love you. Yeah, we love we you love guys. You. We All love you. you. As always, I hope the things you collect bring you joy. And I hope that your traditions will carry on through generations. Absolutely. Mm, that's beautiful. Uh, I, I always closed out with the, I give someone a hug with their permission <laughs> with consent <laughs> with consensual consent. hugs all around we're consensual big on hugs. consent here oh, yeah. anyways we love you love you love we'll you see guys. you next week take care bye bye, bye.